guys, what's going on? Welcome back to another episode of, of course, the Arsenio Buck Respective Man. So good to have you guys back. You guys are listening to this on the very, very biggest, biggest day, day of my, no, I wouldn't say that. It's another day, just like what I do, but I'm going to be doing a huge workshop today. And so I'm doing this just a day after wonderful Thanksgiving. I hope you guys all had an amazing Thanksgiving or are having an amazing Thanksgiving, depending on where you are in the world and how you're celebrating. And now we're into the likes of Black Friday. Black Friday is officially here, people. So I'm so grateful to have all of you on here listening to me. Um, we're on the cusp of this of December. Whoa, what a year. What a year. That's right. We're going to be getting into a lot of the will of life coming up over the next, what, 25 days leading into Christmas. So make sure you guys are already prepared that over the next probably, uh, what, every three days, you guys are going to get a will of life segment, me breaking things down, how I was able to discover things and all that other good stuff. So with that being said, man, oh man, I'm so excited. I'm so excited about what's about to happen. So let's go over the first to five to seven habits. We got habit number five, okay? Seek first to understand, then to be understood. Habit number six, synergize. And habit number seven, sharpen the saw. So what do I mean by seeking first to understand? Well, when we listen with intent to understand others rather than with the intent to reply, we begin true communication and relationship building. See, opportunities to then speak openly and to be understood come much more naturally and easily. See, seeking to understand takes consideration. Seeking to understand, oh, I'm sorry, seeking to be understood takes courage. See, effectiveness lies in balancing or blending the two, but seek first to be understood, which is obviously, it's, it's uh, what is it, it's nemesis. See, these people state first their points of view, which are based solely on their autobiography and their motives without attempting to understand others first. They blindly prescribe without first diagnosing the problem. So this is, I mean, if you guys listen to Gary Vee, he does this a lot. Obviously, I don't listen, you know, Gary Vee, that was very 2018, and I got a lot of great stuff from him and his book, Crushing It and whatnot. But since, of course, COVID and everything has happened, everything has gone down because the majority of his content pillar was by what he does on a routine basis. Like everyone watching how he hustles and throughout his day, his entire segment is based on his life, right? But again, he was doing this a long time ago, such as Tim Ferriss and all the other people who made their podcast, Lewis Hose, how he interviews and whatnot. It's all based on the same consistency in terms of how they center around their lives. So if you guys actually look at it, it's a seek first to be understood type of podcast or type of YouTube that Gary Vee has. Because again, when he does interviews, he's just talking over people. If you watch the interview between him and Tony Robbins, that has to be the worst interview I've ever seen in my life. Because here you have two dominant personalities who are speaking over other, you know, one another. And it just makes out to be one of the worst interviews you've ever seen in your life. So again, we've seen this before. But when you listen with intent, rather than with the intent to reply, again, this is another Gary Vee standpoint, right? 
because he already has it made up in his mind what he's going to reply. So he stops listening to ve- to the very beginning, like from the very beginning. Does that make sense, people? So asking the perfect follow-up questions. I remember Elliot Hulse, okay? Now, he has completely lost his head. I don't watch any of his garbage videos anymore, and he's so uh, concerned. It's just uh, what has happened in America this year is exactly what was always in the American psyche, right? But Elliot Hulse, six years ago, he would use, like, different techniques and how you can listen with intent. But, guys, it's all about the perfect follow-up question. You know, Simon Sinek, although I really don't watch any of his stuff because he says a lot of ridiculous things and he's so anti, a- anti-millennials. Um, but he would say, instead of talking about your perfect day and coming home and talking about, oh, what you achieved at work, you're going to listen with intent to your wife and how bad her day was. This reminds me a lot of the first Purge movie, right? If you guys ever watched that, Kevin ba- was it Kevin Bacon or Ethan Hawke? Ethan Hawke, there we go. I believe Ethan Hawke was in that first Purge movie. And he always talked about his success, 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 success. He would always come home and say, oh, I have an announcement to make. Although his daughter is completely angry and doesn't want to talk to him. And she's completely emotionally overdrawn. And then looking at his wife and his wife being a stay-at-home wife and all these other things, man, you guys could see the type of non-synergistic communication that's happening amongst the family. And you see this a lot with teenagers, right? And this is the thing, this is what we have to address. We understand that, yes, cell phones, being on social media, communicating with people all around the world, it's the thing. But when you bring your cell phone to the dinner table and you look very angry and you're a parent and you see this and you don't address it, it's only going to get worse. They're only going to become more emotionally overdrawn. So again, seek first to understand. Go in there and say, hey, what can I do more? Where would you rate me in my parenting, like today, or my relationship building on a scale one through 10? Your daughter might say, oh, a four. And be like, okay, what is it that you're frustrated with me about? And she's going to go through a whole list. Listen with intent. Do not go after anything she says. Don't go after her arguments, nothing like that. I need you to listen with intent because when you do, it's going to open you up to new avenues and she might say, oh my God, dad actually listened to me. Then you could begin to toggle and turn the tide in terms of how your behaviors are and how they're not coinciding with hers. That's it. You know, I felt a little iffy today with one of my friends and I hurry up and um, I hurry up and message her. And I said, hey, listen, um, are you good? You didn't really message me at all yesterday. Are you good? Are you like, is everything okay? Now it's up to her. Now, I don't want to probe. Okay. I'm not going to keep asking, are you okay? 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 Obviously something's not okay. But, you know, apparently maybe I was going way overboard and maybe there was nothing wrong to begin with because she ended up just carrying on the conversation like she normally does throughout, you know, you, you know, throughout the day and whatnot. So, again, when in doubt, check it out. And, again, you would have to ask from her perspective, if you believe that something's not okay, let me backtrack and see what I've been doing over the past couple of days. Whereas she doesn't feel like complete. She doesn't feel whole. She doesn't feel like she's being listened to. Oh, I talk a lot about myself rather than talking about things that we can talk about, rather than talking about her and what she's got going on. 
See what I mean? This is the problem. So this is going to be a really good conversation come. Well, as a matter of fact, you guys are listening to this in advance. I'm sorry, you listened to this Friday, but well, in advance, you guys are going to probably hear the conversation in regards to, hey, what is it? You know, let me see how I could completely change the conversation. So I'm glad Thursday and Thanksgiving is right around the corner and I'll be spending my Thanksgiving dinner with her um, as well as luckily the protests are going to be a day before. Don't fuck everything up. I mean, if you're going to fuck things up, don't fuck up Thanksgiving. So nonetheless, do you guys understand what I'm saying? So I hope that has helped you guys. Again, consider what they are saying. Ask the right follow-up questions and always look at things from their perspective. I know it's very easier said than done, but say to yourself, oh, she's been very quiet. What have I been doing? Have I been 100%? Can I do a little bit more? Can I show a little bit more affection in whatever relationship it is? Do, these, do I believe that they're emotionally overdrawn? These are questions that you need to ask yourself. So habit number six, you got to synergize people. Synergistic people seek the third alternative with others. It's not my way, not your way, but a third way that is better than either of us would come up with individually, right? So synergy is like the fruit of respecting, valuing, and even celebrating one another's differences. It's all about like solving problems. Now, I wouldn't say solving problems, but finding the solution. I'm going to reword that because I'm all about solutions. I don't like to solve the problem because if you solve one problem, another problem is going to rise and you're going to continue focusing on problems rather than solutions. I don't like reoccurring events. I want something not to occur anymore, right? So it's all about working out those differences. But guess what? If you don't, you're going to have compromise, fight, or flight. See, ineffective people believe the whole is less than the sum of its parts. So they try to clone other people in their own image. Differences in others are looked upon as threats. So in the last habit, number seven, got to sharpen the saw. See, effective people constantly renew themselves. That's right. That's right. And this is why when I start getting into this will of life, beginning probably this upcoming Sunday, you guys are going to hear all about it. You're going to hear all about it. Physical, social, emotional, mental, and spiritual. This will increase your capacity to live all other habits of effectiveness. You got to sharpen that saw. Because if you wear out the saw, ineffective people, and I keep, oh my God, ineffective people lack a program of self-renewal and self-improvement. And guess what? They end up eventually losing and cutting the edge they may have once had. Does that make sense? That they may have once had, they end up cutting that edge. Instead of sharpening it, they just cut it off. So to go even deeper into sharpening that saw, you're going to hear me say over the next month, are you that same person you were? Guys, go back January, February, March. This is when it all began. This is when COVID and everything had begun. Are you that same person is what I'm asking you. Because if you are, that means you haven't changed one bit during this crazy ass crisis. Looking at how many lives have been lost. Are you not even one a bit even more grateful? A lot of people are still complaining. And you know what's so funny? 
these clowns out there and these people are like, oh, I want 2020 to be over. Listen, just because a year's over doesn't mean the events from this year isn't going to carry into next year. People are going to continue dying and dying by herds in America beginning in January. It's going to get worse. New Year's Eve festivities? Uh, Las Vegas is going to open up. They're going to allow all these revelers. They're going to have hundreds of thousands of people on the streets. And all it's going to take is one person with COVID. And guess what? They're going to be thousands with COVID out there. It's not going to change. So let me guess. Oh, 2021 sucks. I'm going to wait till 2022. You continue putting hold on your life. A lot of people say, man, 2020, it was a terrible year. Are you fucking, man, are you kidding me? (laughs) Listen, I mean, financially, I could really give a damn because all the actions that I've taken in the past is what's equal in my bank account right now. But when I started betting on myself beginning in August, guys, with the memberships and even with the online coaching and the money that I've received online, (laughs) that is the most in any other year, period. To be honest with you, and just memberships alone, I've gotten paid more than 50% of my salary that I get on a routine basis at my job over here. Do you know how exciting that is? Do you know how exciting that is? Because if I can multiply that by two, next thing you know, oh my God, my memberships are totaling my monthly salary at this job. Huh. Well, oh man, my online coaching is going over my monthly salary with this job. Huh, this is interesting. And the next thing you know, what if it doubles? I'm going to look at this job and say, okay, COVID restrictions are up. Vietnam is open. Okay, do I really want to go to Costa Rica? No, let me just go to Vietnam because I'm making all the money online. Obviously, keep this bank account open because that bank account is going to continue going in and in and in. But Hey, I think that's it. I, there is no reason for me to stay here in Thailand anymore. Do you guys get what I'm saying? The reason why I'm telling you guys that you're not where you need to be right now is because you're not developing and sharpening the saw that you should have been sharpening from the very basics. I'm talking about the basics and the basic areas of life. Physical. I'm in the best shape of my life. Hell, I was working out just for those two months at that gym, two days a week. And boy, I can feel it in my shirts. I can feel it in my torso area. Everything is tighter. I look fucking good. Of course, obviously, we already know what the social, emotional, and the mental, and the spirituality, and everything that I've gone through. But my goodness gracious, it has been such a drastic change that I don't even know who that person was going into March. And to be honest with you, I'm so grateful that everything shut down the way it did, that the everything that, you know, ended up just completely bombing the way it did. Because now I finally bet it on myself. This is the next stage. This is the next phase. You know, I've been thinking about it over the last five years. I'm like, Arsenio, you're still floating around that same area. There haven't been quantum leaps in terms of your, your savings, your bank account, or anything. Can we stop doing the same thing? Because you believe that this same thing is going to continue helping you for the next five years. You're going to be out of here. Bet on you. And it worked because I bet on me. Now, when are you going to bet on you is the question. So, guys, with that being said, stay tuned. We got a hell of a lot. We got a hell of a lot coming up over the next, oh, my God, what is it, the next uh, month. 
you guys are going to have to take down a lot of notes because there's going to be a lot of fire coming out. So with that being said, guys, it's lunchtime for me and it's go time for you. I hope you guys have a wonderful Black Friday out there, a wonderful Thanksgiving, and stay tuned for more Over and Out.